0: Episode two ninety four of Nerd's Eye View. I'm George. I'm Andrew. Welcome, Andrew, to your house. Is that what I'm supposed to say? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. Uh, this
1: is for the twentieth. Arm oh, Edward Snowden.
0: Yeah. Why did he do a voice the whole time? Can you
1: tell that I sound like him?
0: I I feel like look. Jessica and Levitt has been around for a while. He's he's been an actor for a bit. I mean, we all remember his long haired days from Third Rock to the Sun. Mm-hmm. Um. Someone at some point told him that he needs to do a voice for each of his characters, (laughs) and he's just ran with... I mean, it's because he got cast as a French guy, and I think he just can't get that out of his head now. Yeah, maybe. Because I don't... I mean, Edward Snowden doesn't sound like that. No. No, he doesn't. (laughs) No.
1: So, that's what
0: we're reviewing, everybody.
1: Snowden. Yeah, we're reviewing Edward Snowden the person on
0: his the twentieth of September. Well, I feel like I know him already. Yeah, you know. Um, before we do that, we're going to talk about new releases. We're going to talk about everything that comes out on Blu-ray. There's actually a DVD release, which I didn't think was possible anymore, but it happened. Uh, then we're going to have our baseline review. Um, are we going to have a discussion? I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We're going to have our baseline review, then we're going to have our uh, promotions uh, talk about what's coming out next week, and at the very end of the show, after all the music, we're going to have our discussion where we talk about spoilers, about a real-life event,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I guess. Mm -hmm. A dramatization. It's spoilers for the film.
0: Okay.
2: Cool.
1: Oh, let's do that box office (laughs) top 10 count me down. You might be number 10. Pete's Dragon, and he's definitely not going to fight number nine. Kubo
0: in The Two Strings,
1: which definitely went on a number eight. The Wildlife, or Robinson Crusoe, yep. who's not a member of number seven.
0: Suicide Squad,
1: uh, and they were called in when number six. When the bow breaks, and if that doesn't happen quite yet, you should number five. Don't breathe,
0: because you might become number four. Snowed in
1: Yeah. And if you do, make number three. Bridget Jones' baby, which grew up to be number two. Blair Witch, who was saved from a burning wreckage by number one. Sully. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> these numbers are very interesting.
0: Are these, I mean, is it just the it's pretty sad?
1: evenly, I mean, spread through what, two through five, Yeah, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Or two through... Like six even, mm-hmm. uh, but number one, uh, Sully, two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't even cut in half. Yeah, last week it made thirty-five. Yeah, this week it made twenty-one.
0: I think it's because there's not really much to see
1: in the theater right now, or that people love Clint Eastwood.
0: <laughs> I think they also love Tom Hanks, and they also love Aaron Eckhart. I I all right. I have a confession to make. I love Aaron Eckhart. I believe. In Harvey Dent,
1: mm-hmm. or everyone was disappointed by Flight from a couple of years back. Well, yeah, and they wanted to see a true true story uh-huh. of a real airplane pilot yep. who's a real hero mm-hmm. who really landed a plane. Yeah, for uh, real. Yeah, Tom Hanks. The real true story of Tom Hanks of a true pilot hero.
0: Yeah, it's it's the see when they made the movie, it was actually the alternate version of Castaway. Mm-hmm. Like instead of him crashing over. The Pacific Ocean yeah. or whatever that was. Uh, he crashes over uh, Manhattan yeah. or wherever it is and goes into the Hudson River. Mm-hmm. So It's just a story
1: of what would have happened. Yeah. What you never found out was his co-pilot's name was Wilson. Oh. That was a real double. That was real double. Is
0: that you never find out Aaron Eckhart's name in the entire movie until the end? He's like, thanks, Wilson. I well, no, he doesn't even say thanks,
1: you. Wilson. The camera just gets real close on that name. On badge. the name tag? Yeah. Yeah. I like it, and it's Wilson is both first and last name.
0: I love it, Wilson Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> there's not much to say. These numbers
1: are horrible. Why like are
0: movies like? Um, no
1: one's going to the theater right now. This Blair Witch situation.
0: I think it's. I think it was expected. Did anyone think that a long time re sequel because this is the second sequel to the first movie? Yeah, would would be good or or get a lot of people to go see it. The funny thing is. It's number two. Yeah. And that's like... Oh, I'm sure they're going to pump it up. Like, the number two movie in America.
1: The number one horror movie. Yeah. You know, they could say Uh that because Sully's not a horror movie.
0: Are you ready for Halloween? This is the number one horror film in America. Yeah. Yeah, No, it made nothing. It made less than $10 million. We'll
1: see how that does in the long run. Because, I mean, the first Blair Witch I don't think did super well until
0: yeah but that's that's also a cult classic yeah and this is this is a different kind of thing and, and Blair Witch was also super cheap to make mm-hmm. so when it didn't make a lot of money it wasn't that big of a deal yeah, yeah. um this had to be they, they had to have spent more than 10 million dollars making this one mm-hmm. right so sure as hell didn't make its money back mm-hmm. I just I, I do not I don't know it, there are certain decisions that people make that I don't understand mm-hmm. and this was one of them but uh who knows maybe it's good
1: do you think Bridget Jones's Baby opening to less than 9 million was expected or I this worse is also or better?
0: I think this falls also into the category of me not understanding the decisions some people make. Mm-hmm. Like both Blair Witch and Bridget Jones's Baby who wanted those movies? Well, I wanted Bridget Jones, so. You did. Thanks. I haven't seen the
1: first two. Who knows? Maybe I love them. Well, from from the crazy thing, too, is... So, they're based on books. This, and I don't I know. know how accurate... They are to the books. The second one is. I think the first one was... Uh, pretty uh, accurate? Pretty good, but... I think in the second one, they might have started to drift. And the third one is definitely different, because I've read a description of the third book. Mm-hmm. Nothing like this Nothing at all. like the movie? because wow. it's in the third book, Like the author does something very, very controversial to a beloved character... Like and kills him. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, for Bridget, she like falls in love with a much younger man. Yeah, like almost a child. Whoa, like a like eighteen year old, nineteen year old, just and out she's, of high school. She's definitely like. 40 or higher you know yeah. it's
0: not so it becomes the graduate all of a sudden it becomes something crazy yeah, yeah. so wow yeah this is not like and that, this at is all. Not that at all no it's not
1: Uh so but it's still called bridget jones's baby it's still about her baby anyway mm. it's interesting movie, movies are weird
0: yeah that, that on that we agree my friend
1: and then there's snowden yeah which number four which i don't know
0: <laughs> it being a political season i wish people i mean i'm not even talking about quality Mm-hmm because we'll review it later. Mm-hmm. I wish people would go out and see movies about like stuff going on in their country. Mm-hmm. Like if we have international li- listeners, you don't have to see any of this stuff that we're talking about. <laughs> uh like it doesn't even matter, but I feel like in this country like people should care more. They should at least go see the dramatization of it mm-hmm. and then if that piques their interest then go actually research and find out what really happened. But people don't even watch documentaries, though. I know, and which it's is closer
1: to the truth than any of these based on a yeah. true story things are. Well, I
0: mean, that's one of the good things about Netflix, though, is it has a crap ton of documentaries on it now, yeah. and because of that, more people are watching documentaries than yeah. ever. But still, I just feel like this time of year, with the, with you know the election coming up, people should be more informed. Yeah. And I feel like, uh, sorry, I'm I'm pontificating a little bit, but. People are the least informed they have ever been. It seems like to me. Mm-hmm. So, bummer. Uh, I hope I hope more people see it. Just just I don't know to be a little bit more informed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean it's weird. good that the top three are at least in the top or the two through four at least are first week movies because we've seen movies come out and they're like nine. Yeah. So at least that. But I mean these in a good week these would be eight or nine Mm -hmm. so it's not that
1: good what is the next big movie
2: yeah is it dr strange because
1: that's all the way in like november right i'm trying to think what the next big one is what's going to be that you know bring 50 50 to 100
0: bring people back to the movie theater 50 to
1: 100 million in the first week I mean, it's Doctor Strange. If Doctor Strange doesn't make at least 50 that first week, oh, I, think I'm, they're gonna, I,
0: I will be so surprised well, if it doesn't. I, I think
1: they might start, you know, reconsidering. Because even Ant-Man did pretty well that first week. Yeah, Ant-Man was a
0: huge surprise for people.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, But yeah, just overall down numbers down in the top 10 from last week. Just a little bit, but enough.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> Let's move on to uh, new releases. On uh, DVD and Blu-ray, we have the Matthew McConaughey Free State of Jones. Yep. Did you want to see this? I wanted to see it, and I never did. I, do you think they wanted this to win an Oscar?
0: I think they were trying pretty hard. mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, Deepwater Horizon's trying really hard to be that movie. movie. The movie that brings people back to the movie theaters?
1: No, that's going to be like a Sully. Yeah. Like a 20 to 25.
0: Mm-hmm. There's nothing coming out. <laughs> right? I'm just I'm just scrolling. I'm in October already and there's nothing. Yeah. Per, no, no. Girl on a Train, that's trying really hard. I hate that trailer.
1: It's trying to be the next Gone Girl. Uh-huh. It's trying way too hard. That trailer is just very incomprehensible. Yeah. It just
0: makes her look like the bad guy.
1: The most recent trailer that I saw, which was today, uh-huh. Uh was a diff- bit differently edited to mm-hmm. make it a little more clear. Yeah. But the more clear it becomes, the less I want to know because I'd rather just find that out in the movie. Yeah, I
0: just feel like it's telling me the movie.
1: I think it just needs to set up, like the setup, mm-hmm. if you, I mean, I can lay out a really good, this is how they should do it. Jack Reacher 2, October 21st. That's not going to, come on. <laughs> I wanted to though uh have you seen the ouija trailer yeah i've seen it a hundred times and uh, i hate it i've
0: only seen it twice it looks, real, it looks real good
1: no i hate when they do that thing where it's like oh my mouth is stretching because i'm oh, in a yeah, horror that's movie super creepy.
0: i want to see frankenstein live
1: that's I, not gonna make a lot of money what? but it's uh it's um is it the one with John johnny Sh- miller yeah and sherlock they're showing that again yeah that's from like a year or two ago, i right? know but i want to watch it Okay, so what about it? Okay, so Girl on a Train. Inferno. That looks set- so bad. Okay. The setup for Girl on a Train is that she's obsessed with her ex-husband or something, right? Yeah. She is also obsessed with an old neighbor.
0: Oh, dude, Doctor Strange is going to lose out to trolls. It comes out the same day. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> she's obsessed November with, like... November 4th. That's seriously the next big movie. Yeah, yeah. It's November. That's Good.
1: insane.
0: Good. Okay, so tell me, what is the... Uh,
1: she's obsessed with like her ex-husband yeah, and yeah yeah she becomes obsessed with a neighboring couple well, uh, as well. also
0: the i mean if the trailers believed the woman who disappears is her is the nanny of her ex-husband
1: the nanny of her ex-husband and the one of the and a sexy neighbor like yeah it's a whole weird thing i where think it's i think the na- neighbor is the sexy nanny but it's the setup is is that she's obsessed with this old life yeah and then she sees something happen to this woman.
0: But it makes it look like she wasn't on the train, that she was in the tunnel with the look, woman. Yeah. Well, they and try when, and make it look it, like
1: 10 different when ways. It, when, when,
0: when the woman gets grabbed in the house, it's clearly the main character's hand you don't and think, her I coat. I thought that was a man's no, hand. Oh, that is straight up
1: hers. Because there's also in the film three or four men that look very similar, Yeah, and that was on purpose. all sleeping with the same woman. It was very on purpose, and yeah. I went, oh,
0: God. But also, there's a couple... There's also another sexy blonde... Woman holding a baby at one point during the trailer. Well, I think
1: she's she's either the new nanny or the yeah. real nanny. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Andrew. So every time I see that trailer, I it, it becomes a little more clear to me, and yeah. I and I say, wait, stop. Yeah, you're telling me way too it much. Is too much. So yeah, if you you just, sh- you just you, set up that this woman is obsessed. And that she saw something, or did she? And she's unsure. Boom. That's yeah. it. That's all you
0: need. And that, and that one thing about her being scared of herself, like, mm-hmm. just have that at the end of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Not, we shouldn't be given enough information that you and I can figure out the
1: exact plot.
0: Yeah. Which we are doing. Yeah. No, well, that's, that's the
1: premise of Guess the Ending. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we hate trailers. I know, well, I love trailers. Mm-hmm. That's my problem. I hate trailers. I love them yeah. if they're done well. I won't even watch that new Star Wars one. I know it's online or whatever. It's what it's gonna show up in the movies at some yeah, in front it. of Doctor Strange, I'm yeah. sure I'll see oh, it. Oh, for sure you'll see it before Doctor Strange. But that's the thing. I see I like I know I'm in a good movie if I like the trailers. So uh-huh. yeah, it's a it's a whole deal. Yep. All right, back to this D V D Blu ray business. Yeah, sorry about that. Another uh Sure to Win an Oscar film. Neighbours two sorority Rising. I still need to see the first one. It's the second one's good. Yeah, I know. I need to say, I need to say, somehow, maybe better than the first. I need to double it up. It's crazy. I know. All All right. right. DVD only.
0: There's a a meme from it that I like, which is, uh, Did you bring a pizza to bed? And he goes, Yeah. And I also bought the ranch dipping sauce. Yeah. That's pretty great.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty great. DVD only. This is a special treat just for you. Oh, my God. Rodeo and Juliet. What the fuck? It's exactly what it sounds like Romeo and Juliet on a ranch. I'm
0: opening this up in Chrome.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A, A city girl. Has to live on a ranch for a bit, and then she falls in love with the ranch boy next door. Oh, my God. she's not yeah. supposed to fall in love with because of Family Feud.
0: It says love conquers all above the frickin' barn door. Yep, yep, yep. That's insane.
1: Oh, look, a bunch of people I don't know who they are. <laughs> just, to, just a reminder to people that movies like this exist, That's so come crazy. out, and make money. Feeling like a fl- fish out of water, you don't need to say that. Yeah, they do. How do you know how she feels unless they even say the, that? Even the
0: writing is bad for this.
1: All right, let's move on to TVD. Yeah, I, please. Uh, first up on TVD, uh, I'm just going to say, I don't think you've ever seen this show, mm-hmm. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, the complete first season.
0: Uh, no, I have not.
1: I didn't I, think it was going to be good based on the title. I heard it's good. I heard it's very good. Yeah. And I heard they sing every episode or something. Uh-huh. And I'm into that. Yeah. I just haven't gone around to it yet. I'm gonna check it out. I'll mm-hmm. check it out
0: after it's on uh, Blu-ray or whatever for a while. Then it'll show up mm-hmm. on on-demand, and I'll watch it.
1: And then also on TVD, another show that I know you have never watched, The Good Wife, the final season. The final season. You need to tap into this. It's all done now. It's all done. Okay. Seven seasons. I'm on. It's on Hulu. I'm on. Ep- I'm
0: on season five.
1: Of what? The Good Wife. You're watching it? Yep. You son of a gun. Yep. Um. You were making fun I, so of me and Benson it, for liking it. It's so good. I'm pretty sure I never made fun of you. Mm -hmm.
0: I I just said, like, it looked like something I didn't want to watch. Mm -hmm. And then I watched the first episode, and I was like, wait, it's about lawyers. Yeah. And I love... Uh. I love procedural shows. Yeah. I love crime dramas, if they're well done. And I love lawyer. And you want to know why? Do you want to know why we have that born into us? Why? Because we were born at the right age to see Law & Order super young. Oh, sure. And it was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Law & Order is going to go down as one of the best shows in history mm-hmm. because it it takes these long, complicated things, it condenses them down ch- super short. It shows you the cop side. It shows you the lawyer side. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It, mm-hmm. is, it is one of the greatest shows in the history of television. And because we watched those shows when we were young, we are built in to love these shows. Like it's,
1: it's inescapable. I think another strength of the good wife is it's just the lawyers. Mm -hmm. And although they do play a little fast and loose with like how law works, Uh it it does get to some good, like where they try and explain how they're all of a sudden at trial. Yeah. It's like, oh, we started this case three weeks ago. And it's like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah, like, uh, but, but trials also, don't go that fast. But
0: but but <laughs> but they'll also do smart stuff like, no, we're a big firm. Mm-hmm. They've been preparing for this trial for, for three months. Yeah, yeah. You need to be read in because you have to be the
1: person in front. Yeah, you yeah. You have to be
0: the face, and yeah. we need you to do it because of your political ties to your ex-convict husband, yeah, who's also yeah, a politician. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's layers.
1: Yeah, or they'll do like, oh, it's an emergency injunction. We have twenty-four hours. Yes. Yeah and they bring everybody in and it's yeah. the
0: entire firm working on mm-hmm. one thing. I think it's good.
1: Yeah, that's it's a good show. Yeah. It's a really good show. I know, I agree with you. Uh, do you want to talk about Emmys? Yeah, we or can talk about Emmys TBD for a bit. Section? Yeah, sure.
0: Uh a lot of people won who I've been saying for a long time should have won. The uh great young woman from Orphan Black won finally because she plays 15 different roles on that show.
1: She's up to 15 now? Uh I thought it was at least seven. Uh, I mean, I threw that out there.
0: It's I, it's it's less than 10. It's less than 10. Uh, but yeah, there, there we go. There was a list. But um, <clears throat> I'm pulling it up. I didn't know we were going to jump in, so I wasn't ready. So uh, Louis Anderson won in Baskets for Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see Baskets? No. It's actually pretty funny. All right. It's it's the type of humor that is... Uh, in my opinion, hard to watch. Mm. I only watched two episodes and I couldn't take it anymore mm. because it's it's cringe humor. Mm. Because the guy quits school and becomes a rodeo clown. Oh. Because he wants to be uh, he, he like went to school to be like a French clown. Oh. And then tries to do that in America and nobody wants it. Well, sure. So uh, he tries to be like a birthday party clown for a little bit and he can't handle it because of mm. all the shitty little kids. So he becomes a rodeo clown. All right. And uh, and his wife who thought he like had money and everything because he went to this prestigious French school, Mm -hmm. comes back with him and just hates him because she's nothing. He's nothing like she thought he was going to be. And he ends up being a rodeo. It's, it's, it's good. It's Mm -hmm. well-written. It's just not, I I couldn't watch it for a while. Uh, yeah. And Ziz Ansari and Alan Yang won for master of none writing in a comedy series. Uh, Kate McKinnon won for her supporting actress roles in Saturday Night Live. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool. Um directing comedy series, uh Transparent, Jill Soloway. Mm-hmm. That's a really good show. Mm-hmm. Have you watched any of it? No. It's really really good. I don't think I've watched any Amazons, which sucks because Man in a High Tower mm-hmm. was one of my favorite shows last year. Mm. It's
1: incredible. Mm-hmm.
0: It is I mean, do you know the premise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what if Nazis won the war? Mm-hmm. It's so fucking good. Okay. Uh Louis J- Julia Louis Dreyfus, one mm-hmm. for VEEP. Um, Jeffrey Tambor for Transparent, so that's super transparent. Mm-hmm. Uh Reality Show, The Voice. Yeah, uh, skip the skip the unimportant ones, please. Uh OJ won for like three categories. Mm-hmm. American Crime. Uh Directing in the Limited Series. Uh Suzanne Baer for uh The Night Manager. Did you ever get a chance to watch oh that no. with Tom Hiddleston and, no. and uh House? I should watch that. So good, dude. It was All really right. good. Really good. Uh where are we? Yep. Four. We're up to four for The People versus O.J. Mm-hmm. Uh, TV movie, Sherlock, The abdominal Bride. All right, good. Yep, yep. Uh, five for O.J. at one for limited series. Um, variety special, Patton Oswalt. Uh, variety talk series, John Oliver. All right. Uh, variety special, Grease Live. Variety sketch series, Key and Peele. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Maggie Smith in her fourth win for Downton Abbey. Good for her. Um, I think she's the one that now can't win anymore because she's never shown up to accept any of her awards. I don't, I don't blame her. Um, I'm sure she's, she's got better having to a do. fabulous life. Yeah. She can do whatever she wants. Um, writing and drama series, we got uh, D.B. Wise and David Benoff for Game of Thrones, directing drama series, Game of Thrones, uh, Directing. supporting actor in a drama series. Ben, uh, Middleton for uh, Mindo- oh, *Middleton uh, Bloodline*, mm-hmm. yeah, and he's gonna be the bad guy in *Rogue One*, right? Mm-hmm. Good for him. Uh, lead actor in a drama series, Rami Malek, mm-hmm. *Mr. Robot*. Um, lead actress in a drama series, Tatiana Maslany, which mm-hmm. is the Orphan Black woman. Uh, comedy series *Weep* again. All right. Uh, drama series *Game of Thrones* again. So I mean, I don't know. I think all of these winners make sense. It mm-hmm. doesn't feel because. I don't well, know, the you, Rami
1: Malek one was a big. That's a big deal.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's the first uh, man of color in 18 years to mm-hmm. win an Emmy in a lead role. So, yeah, it is a big deal. Both him and the director are Egyptian. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I'm sure that's why he cast him, right? Like, yeah, it's the only reason. It's there. I mean, but that's like a thing where people they want to cast their leads. Mm-hmm. To, like, that's why everyone's like, oh, there's so many white people. It's like, well, yeah, the white people like. I don't
0: know. White people cast white people.
1: I, I I feel like if if we're if they're allowed to I mean, if everyone's allowed to say white people cast white people, then uh-huh. it's also fair to say, yes, it makes sense. I mean, you look at uh, he's not, Master he's, of None. Yeah. As, I mean Aziz and Sari and Alan Yang, they're show. Well I mean they're, they're, they're co created together. Yeah. They're in that show.
0: Yeah. And I like, feel like that's the only reason why Aziz is the main character. And that's that's great. And and Robbie that's, Malik that's great. I feel like is an inspired choice because not only of uh, but his look and his mannerisms are perfect for the role. Mm-hmm. Like I, f- I feel like that's some of the best casting mm-hmm. I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I f- uh, I know this is not a show where we review TV shows, although we did do it. Um, we did a couple with Mr. episodes. Robot. Yeah, and I still think I still believe that that is one of the most arresting shows. You watch that first episode, and mm-hmm. you're going to be hooked. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I feel like it's well deserved. Good for him. And good for uh, Tatiana for winning for Orphan Black because that is, I, I don't feel like a lot of people watch that show, but she does amazing work in that. Um, I don't know if uh, if our listeners know about the show, but it's a it's a show about cloning, mm-hmm. and because of that, the main actress plays at least seven different characters in it, and they are all incredibly different, mm-hmm. and they feel like distinct, distinct different people. Mm-hmm. It's it's it, she's she's fantastic, so. Mm-hmm. Good for her. That's all I want to say about it. All right. Good Emmys. Uh, although I heard there was a lot of political discourse and people
1: were rubbed the wrong way about it. I don't. I really don't care. I. I, I don't like watch there, the there shows. There was some anti-Trump talk, and that's okay. fine. Yeah, with there was. Me. There was a good amount of. Yep. That's fine. Yeah, me too. With me. <laughs> yep.
0: Although the problem with that and the way media works is people are talking about it, and now it's just him in the headlines again, yeah, which okay. keeps him in the in the mainstream thought so it just i mean it
1: really (laughs) it really just rubs me the wrong way about how much uh uh, i mean i i could say just him there's so many other uh you know big name people that they get out there and they just lie and they Mm -hmm. keep lying and Mm -hmm. then they push their lie Mm Mhm. And if you're not paying attention, eventually you'll believe it or Mm -hmm. someone will believe it. Yeah. Or someone will spread it. Someone will say, oh, yeah, that's true. It it proliferates. Or they don't remember. They go, I don't remember that, but yeah, that sounds true. Yeah, that sounds right. And it's, you know, it's just, it's shameful. It's really shameful. It's a big problem. When uh, just people like that just keep lying and keep trying to distort the truth and keep Mm -hmm. trying to act like. You know this is this is real. This is what happened, and mm-hmm. it's like no, we yeah. have the record. Like we, you know, half the news time is spent disrepute, just uh, dis, like saying everything that every single person said wrong. Yeah, and they and that that doesn't matter because they already said it. Mm-hmm. It's been said. It's out there.
0: It's out there. It's now a clip. People are going to watch so, it. Yeah. People are going to hear it, and and that that is an issue. I mean, there are websites that all they do is track what trump says from place to place and he spoke in ohio and then he spoke in florida recently and they tracked the things he said in those two different states Mm -hmm. and even those were wildly different his lies got worse Mm -hmm. from state to state his lies are be they're like snowballing
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: it's i don't know it's horrible and i I, let's not talk about that let's talk about movies uh, and well,
1: and I think I mean, in a broader sense, it applies to films too. It applies to well, I agree completely. this applies to because uh, when you have a film that's based on a true story mm-hmm. but it you know the the fact that they put based on a true story on it doesn't mean that they are beholden to any facts right uh, and so I mean, this is not specifically about the film we're gonna review snowden, mm-hmm. but it's just it's it's been my problem with all these types of films,
0: and they've been coming out so often,
1: yeah. It's it's the same thing with um I mean Sully just came out and part of you know the advertising for Sully made it seem like America hated him yeah for a minute yeah it, even for a second and I'm and I don't remember that at all here's yeah. what I remember oh a guy landed in the Hudson oh he's a hero yeah that was crazy immediately yeah immediate like the and, next day the headlines were hero
0: and and I haven't seen the movie but from there are there's the people the investigators that were a part of that trial and everything that investigation mm-hmm. have come out and said no the movie depicts us as, as us carrying pitchforks and like trying to put his head on a platter mm. we were never doing that mm-hmm. we were unbiased we were third party we came in just to make sure everything was good yeah. we weren't trying to skewer him alive like yeah. the movie shows us doing like the directors do have a slant on events Mm-hmm. And have a directorial intent of of some message they're trying to impart to people, yeah.
1: and that can distort the truth. Mm-hmm. That's I mean the the I, I can think of very few films that I think do it well where the story itself is so crazy, unbelievable, mm-hmm. once in a lifetime. Yeah. If you tell it, you barely believe it. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and I could it's um, what was that called? Big Eyes. Yeah, from a couple years years back. Mm-hmm. That one. That film is so good, and the ending of it is so crazy. And I looked it up, and it's all true. Yeah, it's one hundred percent true. Yeah, they literally the it was like a whole trial thing that was insane. And I and I was like, I, I love that they they, they just told it. it, they just yeah. showed it right in the movie, and they just went, "This is exactly what happened." Yeah,
0: they don't need to distort it; it's already amazing yeah. on its own.
1: And then um, there, I mean, some uh, what was the one? I think I've watched. I've only watched. I've watched very few like nine eleven fiction movies. Mm-hmm. And the one, I think it was United 93, the one that's on the plane. Mm -hmm. And that one, from what I can tell, very good, very accurate. Mm -hmm. And so so much so that there are scenes that take place in the airport when Mm -hmm. they're trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, Like the head airport guy in that film is the real guy who was in the airport at the time. Oh, wow. They just got him to read. They just got him. And it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, And he was so good that I thought, oh, this is just some like bit actor. This is just some... Little, you know because no, none of the actors see, in this film were yeah. big they yeah. were all very small and i was like oh he has a look and i looked up after him and i went oh my god that was the real guy yeah and he was so good mm-hmm. and it's just that he's just doing his job he's just yeah
0: he's, he's just doing, doing exactly
1: you know it's it's we don't have to get crazy we don't have to start making stuff up right that's why i don't like argo i don't like argo yeah <laughs> okay. i feel you so, uh, i feel you this is all preamble to our Snowden review. We're going yep. <laughs> <We're leading laughs> so to get into it. a lot of weird stuff. Which, speaking of which, if you want to pick up any of those uh, shows, go, go to your local video store. Yep. Or if you like any of those Emmy wins, go to the Apple or Google or wherever else you go on the internet mm-hmm. and get your episodes for two ninety nine each there. Yeah. Right? Is that how that works? Yeah, I think so. I don't do that. No. I only, I only use Netflix or Hulu. Or, I use... Or, I mean, Amazon Prime
0: I, I'll, you know what? Amazon and Apple have the same exact prices, mm-hmm. so when a push comes to shove, and it's because you know what, it's Apple's fault because they don't, they still don't have Amazon Prime on their Apple TV
1: yet. Oh, I wonder if that's like they're holding out because of the Amazon Fire. I think so. So,
0: like when it comes down to it, I just get the iTunes one because I can watch it on my phone, yeah, or I can stream it on the TV, or you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But they're at the same price. It doesn't matter. It's all the same. HD content, Mm -hmm. just whatever. Wait for a sale, that's what I always do. (laughs) Uh, The whole season for 15 bucks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right, so when we come back, we will be reviewing Snowden. Snowden.
2: Best I can tell, you've been walking around two broken legs for weeks. When do I go back? You ever again land on those legs of yours? Those bones will turn to powder. Plenty other ways to serve your country. Wanted to be special forces. Yes, sir. Why do you want to join the CIA?
0: I'd like to help my country make
2: a difference in the world. The average test time is five hours.
1: I'm done. Sir. It's been forty minutes. Thirty-eight minutes. What should I do now?
0: Whatever you want. The deputy director of the NSA offered me a new position.
1: Can you tell me anything about it? <laughs> you know I can't. Find the terrorist in the internet haystack. You're making people very happy.
0: Thank you. You ready for a little action?
1: Oh, this looks juicy.
0: How is this all possible? Think of it as a Google search, except instead of searching only what people make public, we're also looking at everything they don't. Emails, chats, SMS, whatever. Yeah, but which people? The whole kingdom's not white. The NSA is really tracking every cell phone in the world.
2: Most Americans don't want freedom. They want security. Except people, they don't even know they've made that bargain.
0: Are they watching us? There's something going on inside the government that's really wrong, and I can't ignore it. I just want to get this data to the world. Hey. Hey. I feel like I'm made to do this, and if I don't do it, then... I don't know anybody else that can. This is
1: everything I have. They're gonna figure out what I've done. Did you access an unauthorized program? The government knows that we have these documents now.
2: You're looking at a possible death sentence. I can't turn back from this.
1: Watch yourself. <laughs> We are running out of time.
0: They're going to come for me. They're going to come for all of you, too.
1: Snowden. Written by Karen Fitzgerald and Oliver Stone, who also directed it. Yep. And it's based on... What's it based on?
0: dramatized version. It's based
1: on two books. The Snowden Files by Luke Harding and The Time of the Octopus by Anatoly... Kucharina. I don't know what that is. Wow. That sounds exciting. Yeah, it does. So, this movie. Yep. Uh, as, as you said at the top, they open this film by saying this is a dramatization of events. Which, thank God. That happened thank, between 2004 thank God. and 2013. Because
0: I am so tired of seeing a true story movie that at the very end goes, this is based on true events. Mm-hmm. Which, aka, means we could have made up 80% of what happened in mm-hmm. this movie like just be more upfront with it.
1: Jesus. Yeah, I uh, I don't know.
0: What do you not know? I don't even know. So, okay. I think you're just sick of I'm starting to get sick of it. Yeah. Uh, so more often than not we get true story movies now.
1: Let's 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 try and I mean, I can just read the IMDb Let's standpoint. Yeah, do it. Uh, so, uh Snowden uh this film According to MDB, uh, the NSA's illegal surveillance techniques are leaked to the public by one of the agency's employees, Edward Snowden, in the form of thousands of classified documents distributed to the press. Uh, So so this is a this was a huge event when it happened. Yes. Um, I remember being
0: a huge deal and so much so that now movies that come out. Yeah, yeah constantly say it's gonna be worse than snowden yeah
1: it's in movies tv shows anything yeah it was in jason Bourne.
0: yeah his name is now a verb and a noun to to mean classified documents leaking
1: yeah it's uh it's just really weird that this was so recent and it feels kind of far away right feels like forever ago yeah it feels like i mean because in internet time i guess it feels forever ago
0: yeah because we live in the age of of instant news yeah
1: i don't and i don't even know what to say about the acting because it's just very a lot of people just get one or two scenes Mm -hmm. where you don't really get to know them that well yeah which is a little upsetting to me Mm -hmm. uh well it covers it covers nine years nine years yeah that's a lot of time to cover i mean you stick with uh, and they
0: move and they're moving areas the the editing style
1: is a little weird too it's it's told kind of flashing back and forth between what they consider like current time which is yeah, when snow is is talking to snow yeah when he's talking mm-hmm. to the reporters uh-huh. and then it goes back to him telling his tale of how mm-hmm. he became where he is now mm-hmm. which i think in that sense it kind of puts the pieces together slowly mm-hmm. and surely you get the idea that you know what what it is to be a patriot and what it is to love your country and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. that's kind of there but not the focus in a weird way yeah it's not because <clears throat> there's an early conversation between Snowden and his girlfriend uh, played by um, Shailene Woodley weird weird girl Shailene Woodley I, look the
0: anti I don't like her for
1: weird personal reasons I don't like her at all <laughs> There's an interview that she gave where she said she eats clay as like a health
0: benefit? And she doesn't believe in feminism because she wants people to be equal,
1: which is wrong. I don't, yeah. I
0: don't like her for personal reasons either. I think she does a good job in this movie.
1: The sad thing is, watching her in this film, I did did go, oh, that's why they wanted her for Mary Jane in the Amazing Spider-Man movies that Mm -hmm. died. That's why. Yeah. (laughs) She would be good. She'd be good. She'd be great. She's a good actress. Um... But yeah there's she's an early not, scene. She's not amazing, but she she does a good job. There's an early scene with them too mm-hmm. uh where they talk about politics a little bit yeah. in a in a general broad sense. Mm-hmm. I mean it's it's in the Bush era. Yep. Uh but it just kinda surprised me like, oh, Snowden like kind of supports Bush.
0: Yeah. He was one hundred percent a conservative.
1: Yeah. That's well, how he I was brought he up. think he might still be a conservative, but in that sense of... Yeah, he leans liberal. Yeah. And um,
0: because his father was in the military, his yeah, grandfather was
1: in the military, they, they, they he do comes a lot from of weird... a long
0: line of, of military.
1: Yeah, they do a lot of weird backstory right away, and then it just kind of jumps into, oh, yeah, he's a tech guy. Yeah. Like, I, I was kind of bored by, oh, he can't do boot camp. Oh, but when he does computer boot camp, he kills it. Like, okay, we get it. He's great with computer. Like Well, I think, I think the whole... In real life, like, it's
0: just, he was born kind of a small dude. Yeah. So he grew up being super into computers. Like, mm-hmm. he was the right age for that mm-hmm. and was really good at hacking and programming and stuff and then went into the army because of his... Because of his family history. Because of his yeah. family history. He wanted to serve and he believed in his country. He still... But he still does believe in... I mean least what the movie says he still does believe in this country and what it what it means and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's just he couldn't serve in that sense because uh and and i think that's a real thing i mean have you heard of microfactors before that is a legit thing. oh yeah. yeah yeah and he was getting them all through his leg and then he came off of his top bunk and slipped mm-hmm. and just snapped his tibia yeah and that was that like and so he had to find another way to serve his country and he was just super dope at computers. I mean, that was probably dramatized, his little forty minutes thing. I don't know. Maybe if you, maybe if you look at the CIA training program, no, he's got I the mean, best
1: time. It just—it's a thing that shows up in movies that I'm just like, okay, we get it. He's the best of the best, Andrew. We get it. He's faster than anyone ever expected. Yeah. All right. He wrote a whole bunch of programs. Yeah. I did like um, that uh, Reese Ephon's character. Mm-hmm. Um, what was his Corbin O'Brien? Yeah. I think he, that was a good character. Oh, man. That was, you You get the full spectrum on that character because you see he's there when Snowden begins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's there through, like, kind of Snowden's growth and he helps and him out. Mov-
0: movement through the different agencies yeah. and stuff.
1: Yeah. And I think he's very, like, compelling. And I think, you know, it's not, uh, he doesn't have a distracting American accent. Yeah. Uh, because he, it's Reese It's mm-hmm. He's a British man. Like, he's
0: he <laughs> just, exactly. He didn't need to for, force anything like, uh, Someone else in the movie.
1: Yeah. His, everything, it was, it, that was a good character. Mm-hmm. I very much enjoyed that character. But, yeah. I mean, I don't know. And of course, Nick Cage. Good, good Lord. Oh, my God. He had a hundred times he more came, Nick Cage. He came
0: out of nowhere. Yeah. And then and then Timothy Oliphant later, mm-hmm. just being straight Oliphant, man. Yeah. I loved it. There's uh, some surprise casting in this.
1: Yeah. And it was it's fun because I think the movie knows that it, you're going to have a little shock when you see him. Uh-huh. So that it sticks on him for a little bit longer yeah. just so you can go, oh my
0: God. Yeah. With Nick Cage, you're just like, what? And then yeah. Timothy Olyphant turns around and he's just got a
1: big grin on his face. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, it's Timothy Olyphant. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Are you a big fan of um, this director? I mean, I don't know. He typically does these kind of political uh, I don't like him factual. as a
0: person. Oh yeah, I heard him talk his at political ties Comic-Con
1: and he sounded like an insane person.
0: He 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 did a whole bunch of bad shit for the government in the 80s
1: in for real?
0: The Middle East, yes. What? <laughs> yeah, understand. no, he he was a he was a contractor for the United States. He did bad stuff. All right. That's so, interesting. Uh, I don't know.
1: But um
0: but yeah. I mean, he makes he makes movies now.
1: Because he did JFK. he did Nixon. He does these, you know.
0: I mean, maybe maybe I'm having him confused. There's another Oliver Stone.
1: <laughs> That'd be funny if there was. Because all through the '80s, Oliver Stone was making movies.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm looking at that. That's why I'm
2: confused. I kind of love that.
1: But yeah, I mean, I feel like even if you look at stuff like, because uh, people love Platoon. Uh, I think I've saw it a long time ago. Wall Street. See, to me, this film feels more politicized than Wall Street or any of. I mean, even even like a Natural Born Killers. I don't know. It's it just it feels like so weirdly. Not it's not just telling the story of Snowden. It's making his case. Yeah, this is definitely pro that, Snowden. That's kind of a. I mean, I don't know if that should be a problem for me or if it shouldn't. But in the sense of I, w- I want to just watch a good movie, it feels like it's making so many excuses for him, and so many other characters are kind of just useless. It's just about how he's it's, it's doing. Not,
0: it's not providing an equal look, for sure.
1: Yeah, and it's not even that w- it needs to be equal per se. But even like everything involving his girlfriend, it was kind of like, oh, she's crazy, or oh, she's lazy, or oh, you know, wh- why can't you know why can't you just love him? Mm. <laughs> like it just that's what I felt like so much in this movie and I went, ugh, that just doesn't feel good. It's just, ugh, I don't know. Um, and then same, I mean, like the whole, uh, part of the setup of this film is that uh, he had contacted a documentary filmmaker to film him mm-hmm. and this is, that's the, Melissa Leo plays yeah, yeah. Uh, this woman, the Laura po- Poitras, uh-huh. who is the actual director of Citizen Four, the documentary about Snowden and she's barely a character. Like all these other people feel like barely even there, yeah. And it's it's kind of hard to even understand. Like even the journalists, it's like they just they're just there to support Snowden. Everything's there supporting this character that is just always the epiphany of perfection. Like it reaches it reaches a a tipping point at the end. I I'll save that for the discussion. What exactly Mm -hmm. happens? But it's it's uh, it's an example of you know every once in a while Snowden will pop in on a on a video screen and do a talk somewhere and the crowds are go wild for him. And it's kind of, uh, it's kind of silly. I mean, it, right. It feels silly to me. I don't know. I think it's like, it's this important topic and it's this important discussion and there's all these important ideas in there. And this film is just like, yes, he did the right thing. Yeah. And isn't he great?
0: <clears throat> yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, the way it ends too, you're right. it's such, it becomes this weird fluff piece where it really just should have been about like what he found out, yeah, and how important that is mm-hmm.
1: and it's just I don't it know. didn't have to make the case to us that what he did was right, mm. it just had to i mean, if anything it's i I feel like it's it's I don't know, it's so weird it's uh, i this is why I don't like these based on true story movies because it is so clearly
0: taking a side.
1: Yeah. In a fictionalized version of, of these events, which films have been doing anyway, Mm -hmm. they, they can add or subtract facts. They can, they can make this story their own in a way to tell a story that they want Mm -hmm. rather than, you know, they don't have to make a character who is literally the most perfect human in the world, Mm -hmm. except for, Oh, my bones are bad and I have epilepsy. Yeah. Like what is Snowden's faults? This film shows none, right?
0: No, he didn't. Like yeah. what
1: he's if he, you know, if anything, maybe he's a little jealous of his girlfriend. But
0: yeah, he's got in uh, inag- like feelings of in inadequacy. Wow, yeah. you know what? I'm just gonna quit trying. You Ineguicy. know what I mean?
1: Inequacy. Inequacy. Uh, he, I mean, and every time that he tries to, he warns his girlfriend about. Oh, the you know he does, he tries to say it without saying it because it's it's technically illegal. Cause it's his job to keep a secret that the government's spying on us. And yet, you know, he's like, Oh, put tape over your camera. Oh, don't post those pictures. Yeah, And just giving her like, and half she's of like ah! she just like freaks out on him. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, maybe, I mean, maybe he is a little paranoid. Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe when you work at a government job like that, you get paranoid, even if they are maybe watching you at yeah. the same time. I mean, they're not always watching it. It's like, it's that weird thing. Of, but
0: it, but it is archived.
1: Yeah, I mean, this This movie makes the case of, like, everyone's being watched, so I can only assume that, uh, you know, all the paranoid people in the world watch this movie and go, I was right. Yeah. They're watching us. Which... Because there's a sequence is... in the middle where they explain the the hop system. Yeah, which, the, key, the keystroke. Uh, uh, now that I know that you've seen Good Wife, uh-huh. that's in Good Wife, because yeah. they bring NSA into Good Wife. Yeah. Uh, where... If you know, you're listening to one person, you've got to listen to all the people around them. Mm-hmm. And then if you get act, uh, authorized, you can listen to all the people that are connected one hop away from yep. that, those people. Yeah, and, and then by the time you get to three hops, you're, it's everybody. It's, it's two million people. You yeah. know? It's kind of like, yeah, that's an insane amount of people to have to try and track. Yep. So you know, even if they're watching us, it's not like, I don't know. It's, it's so weird. So weird oh, yeah. to think about.
0: Yeah. And, and I was wrong about uh, where he was in the Vietnam War. And he got, you know, a bunch of medals and stuff like that. But he Mm -hmm. definitely came out on the other side a little off because of his experiences there. Uh So it's, I mean, people have said like, oh, maybe he didn't do super good stuff there. Which, I mean, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of argument that the Vietnam War in the first place was pretty messed up Mm -hmm. at the time. And a lot of bad things, as in most wars, happened. So that's why he started making the movies he did. Yeah. It kind of explains his career. He was also born conservative Mm -hmm. and is a little bit not conservative anymore kind of is Mm. but is in a weird place but you're right i mean we don't get a lot of character development Mm. we just kind of see him start out a little paranoid and become more paranoid Mm -hmm. and it also touches one place that uh i don't know if you want to save for spoilers but when he admits for using a program that he shouldn't have remember in the conference room he says which program did you use and he said oh i used it because of this yeah i mean do you want to save that for spoilers
1: I mean, I guess I yeah. thought that was a lie no I'm i I I don't know. we'll talk about that in this no,
0: no, no, because I mean, I don't know how much you looked into the everything that was talked about when Snowden released all that stuff, mm-hmm. but that thing, him using a program for personal use mm-hmm. in the files, it talks about everybody in the office where he worked was using it for personal use, oh, yeah, everybody was watching everyone they knew, yeah, yeah, and tracking everybody, yeah. That that was in their personal life, spying on their significant others, mm-hmm. looking into their family, mm-hmm. like everyone was using it illegally and mm-hmm. inappropriately. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things he was trying to say is like, people shouldn't be trusted with this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're going to, they were, you know, abusing it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. I don't know. I just... And it barely touches on it in the film.
1: I feel like by the end... It's just like, oh, isn't Snowden great? Yeah, that's the problem. And I'm like, yes, whatever. The movie. The <laughs> movie, movie
0: is trying to be like, no, we're talking about this. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it becomes a fluff film for him.
1: Yeah, because I think, I mean, obviously, uh, I think his, whatever relationship he had with the, the director of his documentary must have been interesting. Like, you reach out to this woman at random. Maybe he... I mean, did he know her? How did he... You know, none of this gets revealed in the he film. Saw,
0: he saw a couple of her movies, thought she was really good, and then messaged but her. But we
1: get that in dialogue. Yeah, barely. We, we don't even get that in... It's like three sentences. Yeah. Like, she exists to tell his story. Everyone mm-hmm. exists as part of... I mean, yeah. it, I mean, it is his movie, but at the same time, can't you develop characters beyond him? Yeah. Like, isn't that one of the great things of... Of movies is that there are there can be these small characters who have these great weird little moments and being able to dramatize it gives you the
0: the rain and the ability to mm-hmm. to take that extra space and spend more time on that
1: yeah maybe like in um i mean i it, i mean it maybe it's just because i love that actor oh, what is his name he uh, who i was telling you after the movie who's in atlanta oh yeah, yeah
0: uh yeah the the sign language friend
1: yeah, he has a friend who does sign language with him. At the end, I saw him in the list. I'm going to try and pull it up. But he has this great little friendship with him, Keith Stanfield. Yeah, uh, who plays Patrick Haines. Uh, he's he's just this great little character. Yeah, and I thought that was there's an interesting character, and he gets he gets a couple of moments. Uh-huh. He gets. I mean, they get to
0: bond over
1: knowing a bunch of different languages yeah. together and being the
0: only few people who know sign language in the whole office Mm -hmm. and there was like that was actually really good storytelling when they look over and there's just a mic yeah showing that the entire room is being recorded at all times yeah so they have to use sign language to actually be able to have a private conversation yeah that inside of this area that is encroaching and preying on people's privacy they don't have any privacy Mm -hmm. oh man yeah and like, that was a good moment. Like, yeah. I, it, w- We got far more character development from the few scenes he was in than most characters got in the entire movie.
1: Mm. And Sp- Spock's just there to, to yell. Yeah, like, to be angry. Whatever. To be know.
0: surprised that the Guardian has some balls,
1: I guess. It's it just very tiring. Mm-hmm. When these movies are like, oh, we're real. And then it's like, oh, but wasn't he the greatest human ever?
0: And th- this, is, this is, I guess, a problem I have with politics right now is that like this is as close people are gonna get to actually researching this stuff yeah like who's gonna sit down on their computer and go through and learn about all this stuff and Mm -hmm. read all the news stories and Mm -hmm. find out all the information that got laid out and why they should care like this is the most easily packaged form that people will probably take to learn about this Mm -hmm. and it's not it's not really Towards learning about it, it's more learning about the guy.
1: Yeah, which sucks. Yeah, uh, there were a couple, like interesting and uh, uh, I guess mildly informative way that I guess is is the best I can say for this kind of film. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, uh, Snowden, he he creates a program for the government at one point, mm-hmm. uh, and then either gets I can't remember if he gets taken off of it or leaves it.
0: Uh, yeah, he ends up quitting at that. He re- he resigns. Yeah. And s- leaves.
1: And then when he joins up another branch or something... It's a
0: whole different... Yeah. It's, it's not even the same... It's not the CIA. He joins the NSA. Like, it's a whole different branch of the government.
1: Yeah. it's it's And they're using that program for so an something entirely else different entirely, purpose. Entirely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Super, it, the, I thought that was really interesting.
0: Which harkens back to the conversation he had with Nick Cage's Nick Cage yeah. character. Yeah someone who went down the road he did and then got shuffled onto the side when he talked about it. Mm-hmm.
1: I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I did too. That's, I mean, that's, that's about as much as I can say for this film. It's like, oh, it kind of, it, in, a, in a narrative style, it can reveal the way that facts are so weird mm-hmm. and it can put, lay them out where you see a journey. Mm-hmm. You see a character do something and later on it affects them. Yeah. But in that same sense, I don't think this film accomplishes that overall. No, it doesn't. Overall, two hours and 18 minutes of it that's a long movie it felt long yeah yep it's kind of it is kind of fun though where uh when it keeps going back and forth in time and then it's like okay i know my modern day is this year and i see the year is getting closer yep movie's almost done mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's the kind of feeling it's I like had. a countdown yeah uh yeah. i think we'll save a lot more for the discussion
0: yeah i mean uh, what do you think should people see this no yeah
1: and that's like an unequivocal, well, no. That's yeah. like a don't. And, don't,
0: and this is don't. also coming at a time when there's just been too many based on true story movies.
1: Like, I feel like they're coming I, out way too often. I, well, because I think people, is it, maybe it's cheaper? Maybe it's, I don't know. It's, maybe they think it'll draw more crowds because it's something familiar.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I told know. you, like, the last 10 years, that's all Clint Eastwood has been making. So if it was just him making these movies. I'd be kind of okay with it. Because mm-hmm. then we've got one director, that's his shtick. But I feel like one of these movies, we see a trailer for it every time I sit down to see a movie mm-hmm. now. Isn't Like, it was Sully, but before I was seeing Sully trailers, there was another movie before that that was yeah. based on a true story. Like, well, the, it's constant.
1: The next one that I can think of is that Horizon. Deepwater Horizon. Yeah. Yeah. Which I've already seen people that I know online calling it out because in the trailer they're like, "Oh, these people were heroes." I was like, "No, they were working on this oil rig." Yeah, and they just
0: they survived.
1: Yeah, some of them. And it's it's not even you know it's they call them heroes and all that. It's like, well, these oil companies were bad. Yeah, like it's not even c- close to accurate on things. Yeah. Well, then you look. At, I mean, I don't know, because you you start to to break it all down and it and. uh uh, why? why just, just make good stories. Yeah, just
0: what's wrong with fiction, guys? Yeah. What's wrong with fiction?
1: And, I mean, I'm not against a based on a true story in a, uh, you know, on a case-by-case basis, you can find the good ones, of course. Right. It's just, I think the story needs to be extraordinary enough.
0: Yeah. So where you don't need to dramatize it to make it more interesting.
1: Yeah, where you don't need to m- just make things up or where you don't need to, in order to make your point, leave out things about the character that are bad or ignore other characters entirely just to focus on one main character who's i mean not super interesting i don't know yeah maybe that's just me
0: and and i mean that also happened when we were watching uh what was that american sniper the other Clint eastwood movie Mm -hmm. uh where i was like no none of this is right yeah like we we sat down to review that and i did a little bit of research and i was like none of this is right yeah all of it is fabricated. All of it is made up. Mm-hmm. Like whole conversations didn't happen. Whole scenarios didn't happen. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's dramatization to the make whole, you the, feel
1: a certain way. The yeah. long plot of that movie was that there was an evil sniper that yeah. he was trying to get. And in reality, there might not have been one. Uh-huh. It might have been several. Yeah. And at the end, he thinks he killed him. And it's like, no, there was no confirmed kill. He could have just shot a wall and just felt good. because yeah. it, was, it was so dusty. Like... There's no way, but the film yeah. portrays it as he successfully took down that evil sniper. Yeah, who's evil because he does parkour.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So,
0: which we've all seen, animate the gates, and it was a better movie.
1: Yeah, <laughs> isn't there like two sequels to that? Yeah, I didn't want to. I, I don't mean to go off on a tangent. No. Uh, so Snowden, I mean, it's I've, a it's a movie. That, my
0: problem with it is I want people to know more about this because mm-hmm. it does affect the American people. Mm-hmm. This is stuff like. The, the, the thought that we get at the end of this movie is what if nothing changes? Yeah. I feel like nothing has changed. Yeah. I feel like we've all moved on with our lives and instead of talking about government overreach and like privacy versus freedom and stuff like that, we are talking about building walls on Mexico mm-hmm. and... Lying on on every... like We're talking about stupid, stupid things this year in politics. Can you, can you
1: imagine what the NSA has on Trump?
0: Oh, my God. Just take him down, man. <laughs> Just take him down. And that's the problem. Do you want to know why they haven't? Huh. Because he's making people talk about not them. Yeah. He has changed the conversation away from what the government is doing. No. That's why they aren't doing anything. Oh. Sorry to be political here, but
1: no I just don't like thinking about I don't like thinking about him I don't it hurts me I don't like thinking about his chances
0: just, and he's like gaining I on Hillary like right now I don't
1: think about that horrible <sighs> horrible I mean we're gonna have to get a DeLorean and go back in time did you Did you see the cops pulled over a
0: DeLorean go to 88 miles an hour on the freeway <laughs> they pulled him over this morning that's
1: ridiculous the guy was like
0: oh, what I'm like, you're going over the speed limit he's like i was going 88 what's the problem
1: they gave him a ticket ridiculous. It's funny. Alright, so if you want to hear our discussion on Snowden, our top secret confidential discussion, stick around to the end. Yeah. Feeling packaged this midnight? Set your appetite for terror and reserve your ears for a feast of the sound. The
0: Midnight Marinera podcast is here for you intrepid listeners. We sample only the finest and sinister stories and, coating them with our own unique spooky sauce, present them to you as eerie Audio Dramas. Tune in twice monthly is midnight marinara sends shivers of fear and spasms of laughter through you.
1: Bon appétit.
2: <laughs>
1: Alright, let's talk about what's coming out New next week in theaters. There's the list. The Magnificent <laughs> Seven. That's a remake. Uh-huh. Storks. That's an original animated film. Yep.
0: I'll probably watch it.
1: Queen of Catwee. Uh, that's based on a true story. The Dressmaker.
0: What? It's based on a true story?
1: Yeah, I think so. I know. The Dressmaker. Probably based on a true story. Probably. Who Goat, knows? which this... I think it's based on true Events, things, but...
0: Yeah. It's, not, it's not exactly based on one event. It's they got to make stuff up because
1: yeah. they're doing it right.
0: Yeah, I think because there was uh, in the news, there was a bunch of different things that happened Mm -hmm. like this. Mm -hmm. So they're just making, uh, that's one of the things, what movie was I thinking about earlier that I was like, they did it the right way. Um, Oh man, I almost had it. I almost had it. Oh no, it's gone.
1: Well, I can't help you. It's, it's,
0: it just brings me back to the Viva Vendetta line where she says, uh, politicians uh use truth to tell lies and writers use lies to tell the truth
1: Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it
0: was some movie that came out that was not based on true events but was talking about things you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i just forget what it is now
1: now i want to know i know because i love that yeah i love it when a movie can tell a story but it's it feels good like it feels true yeah anyway Uh, While you're trying to think of that, let's give out some thanks, first of all, to Silent Partner, who did our theme song, Sophomore Makeout, got that from the YouTube audio library. Uh, Special thanks to Justin Kezon. He drew our logo, and he's a writer. You can find his writings at agentsofguard.com, and his video a day on his Instagrams. Yeah, I
0: think all of the Agents of Guard were at Comic-Con this weekend and had a really good time in Long Beach. Yeah, Nathan was
1: there. Yeah. Justin was there. Nathan had a table, right? Yeah. Yeah he gets an artist table yeah because he had a little booth he has his little uh comic yeah that's cool i'm pretty sure if you still go to benfue network.com slash comic it'll take you to his comic website awesome. where you can buy his comics awesome i'm pretty sure i never changed that because we never why, had a reason to
0: yeah why would you need to uh
1: if you like podcasts uh and you like me you should check out pick your path it's a choose your adventure style enhanced podcast for you the listener get to make choices as you listen in uh, to different stories uh, six episodes in the first season where you get to chick, chick pick your own choices choice your own picks <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to word that differently than yeah, all the other ways that I've said it before clearly uh, if you know what a choose your own adventure book is then you have the right idea for this podcast uh, go to benji.org.com slash PRP if Tom was here he'd tell you about his website optograb.org where you can find all of his writings on TV shows on the Oscars on everything that he cares about and uh, links to his short stories, which are on Amazon and Smashwords. Jordan.
0: I stream over Twitch at channel, a Twitch channel called twitch.tv backslash camera assault weekly. Um, this weekend, I think I'm doing. I did Bioshock last weekend because the collection came out. And guess what, guys? Bioshock's still real good. And this weekend. No, that's not right. I think I'm doing Recore. No, I'm doing Bioshock again, I guess. Okay, so Bioshock again next week. Um, those games are super great. If you want to come by and see how great they still are, I will be streaming from 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Come on by, hang out. It's a good time.
1: And if you like podcasts, just check out every podcast on the Benv Network, Uh or, you know, Just go to our personal website, which is still part of the Benview Network, nevpodcast.com. Email us, at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, at nevpodcast. My personal Twitter is at podcasterandrew. I'm at TrueValk. So now it's time for Guess the Ending. You'll never guess how it ends. Boo! I'm going to go
0: first. All right. Because my phone's about to die. The Dressmaker, directed by Jocelyn Morehouse, starring Kate Winslet, Judy Davis, Liam Hensworth, and Hugo Weaving. A glamorous woman returns to her small town in rural Australia with her sewing machine and ha- haughty couture style. She transforms the women and exacts sweet revenge on those who did her wrong. Uh, so, this, if you can believe it, is a sequel okay. to Sweeney Todd. But instead of it being uh, a barber and meat, it is a, a fashion designer and. Um, She, uh, she, like, uses all the meat from all the people she kills to, uh, feed, uh, kangaroos. Which, are they carnivorous? I don't know. They are in this. They're, like, vampiric kangaroos. They got, like, fangs and stuff. So, um... Yeah, she's dressing everybody up. She's, uh, Kate Winslet, Winslet is singing all over the place, which is good because Hugo Weaving also has a good singing voice. And, uh, he's, a, he's like the bad guy though. She's, she, like, hates him for, mm. uh, because, um, when she left, she had to, like, leave her sister behind and Hugo Weaving, like, took her under the wing, but he was not a good person. And she ended up dying from, like, malaria or something like that. So she always blamed Hugo Weaving for not taking care of her sister. And, um, Yeah, she ends up just you know, for the people that she likes, she they come over and she dresses them and you know makes them new clothes and everyone in the whole town looks fantastic. But slowly and surely, uh, everyone who wronged her will come in and they are never seen again. And she just tells people that those the ones that don't come back, uh, they actually are like going to because it's a rural town. They're like, uh, you know, she's going to Sydney and um. You know, they had such a good look that I think they would do well there. And she's telling everybody that they, like, moved out of town to, to uh, you know, try and make it in the fashion world. But uh, the interesting—because it's, it's not like a big town, you know. Like, Sweeney Todd mm-hmm. took place in this big, bustling city where people wouldn't be—you know, people would just disappear because it was that time. And uh, by the end, you know, she's killed everyone she doesn't like. And she's about to kill the guy, and he says, well, you know, your sister— never died you know like uh, she just ended up hating you for for leaving and she she you know she told us all that we had to say it happened um because she kind of wanted to start a new life and you know you always hated me because you thought i was this creepy guy but you know i never treated her wrong she's here she has a new life she's got a husband she has kids you know, everything's good. And, uh, she ends up, you know, forgiving Hugo Weaving and, and they end up, uh, setting up shop together. And by this time she's already taken out everyone she hates. So she doesn't kill any more people. And, uh, they, they start like this little fashion, you know, it ends up, you know, how Austin's like this, this little Mecca town in the middle of Texas, mm-hmm. they make this rural town in the middle of Australia, like this little fashion mm-hmm. haven where people come and learn and, and have little symposiums of, like, uh, about fashion. And, uh, you know, everyone lives happily ever after. And, uh, and she finally sees her sister again. And her sister apologizes for disappearing and everything. I mean, you've got to out someone dead when they're disappeared for a while. Yeah. You know, that's what I learned from Batman Begins. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what happened.
1: All right. So I guess I'm going to be guessing the qu- uh, Queen of Katwe, mm-hmm. directed by Miranair, starring Ma- Medina Nalwenga, David Oyelowo, Lupita Nyong'o, Martin Kabanza. an Ugandan girl, sees her world rapidly change after being introduced to the game of chess. So, right, that happens very early on. Someone, she's like, oh my goodness, my life isn't complete. What's wrong with me? Uh-huh. And then she sees people playing chess. And then they're like, yeah, let me teach you. Right? So that's uh, David Aiello teaching Lupita Nyong'o oh, how to okay. do chess. Uh, but it's not a normal chessboard. Ooh. Something strange is going on with this chessboard. So this is in Uganda. Yeah. It never actually says what's going on with this chessboard, but it seems that when you move pieces on the chessboard, it moves things in real life. What? And then it's kind of, uh, uh, you know, it's the, you know, the knight is a horse. Mm -hmm. There's like real horses that appear when you move the knight. Right. You know, the the rook looks like a castle. It, it may not be, sometimes it looks like a real castle. Sometimes it looks like a weird big tree. Oh, it changes? It kind of changes. It kind of takes on different forms. You're never quite sure what you're going to see. Yeah. Uh, the the bishop is like traveling religious figures sometimes. Other times it's just a very nice guy. Like it's, uh, it's weird how this uh, chessboard affects real life. Mm-hmm. At the end of the film, she finds out, so they've been hinting at this this whole time, she finds out that she is the, the queen of Katwi. And Katwi is a mystical land that this chessboard has some kind of a temporal communal link to. Wow. And that is why it is affecting the real world. Mm. So the sequel to this is uh, Katwi 2, uh, Return to the Kingdom. Mm. And she travels there herself. Yeah. But the way to do it is she has to swap places with the queen piece on the board. Oh. So it's like this big dramatic moment. Where she's like trying to figure out how to do that, wow! And she figures it out, and it goes, and it just ends with her, whoop, just disappearing,
0: off off the board, or in real life,
1: in real life, and it's kind of like into the board. Oh, and, and the just, new and queen then, on the
0: board looks kind of much like her. like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and then that's and all then we it, get, and then, and then, then it fades then.
1: to black, and then just the title screen pops up, and it's like the queen of Catwe will will return in Catwe yeah. yeah. Two, Return wow. to the Kingdom. Yeah, that's cool. Because it's a Disney property, they right, gotta, Of course, they're really uh, pushing that angle.
0: Yeah, I mean, I really love their new initiative. They're they're giving us princesses that we've never seen before in film, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I really, I really like it. It's good to have this and type a, of and diversity. Gondon,
1: uh, uh, princess, chess, of a, of a magic, yeah, chess, uh, a, a very magic, specifically, magic chess game, magic chess game, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now we can end the guessing, mm-hmm. and with that, end the episode proper, unless you're sticking around for that discussion
0: where we have some choice words. Yeah, I think we really let loose.
1: Yeah, in the discussion we're about to have, it's hard not to get political talking about yeah. this movie. Oh man, uh, um, but we're gonna have a special episode next week. Yes, um, what are we reviewing? We'll be reviewing the Magnificent Seven. Great, and we will be doing it live from LA Podfest. Yes, in their podcast lab. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. We don't have a panel. Don't I, I not? Think everyone I, freak out. It's I, not like I don't uh, know Palm Springs over here.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you want to. I feel like seeing if. We could walk around the lab and be like, "Hey,
1: have you seen Magnificent Seven? Well, we can just
0: and pull get somebody to
1: come sit with it. It's th- a it's it's not that big of a room. I don't I, know if you've seen the picture.
0: I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, if we could find someone else who's seen the movie, just yeah. randomly there and get them on in on sure. the show, that'd be fun. Uh, no promises, but we can try.
1: Yeah, uh, we'll see. But we know Brendo and Derek will be there, or or not oh, cool. Brendo and Phil. Oh, nice. Uh, Derek, I I don't know. Well, you he shows should up for some things, he doesn't show up for some things. Mess-
0: message them and say, hey, we're going to be reviewing this if mm-hmm. you want to. We'll be there. Maybe we'll get someone on.
1: Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Uh, but until then, until next week, mm-hmm. this has been episode 294, Nerds of View. I'm Andrew.
0: I'm Jordan. And remember, listeners, if a suited dude comes up to you and says, uh, hey, um, take these pills or you're going to have seizures, don't worry, because you don't have to take them. Uh, you'll eventually live in moscow with your girlfriend
1: hello hello it's weird i gotta like pull it out a little bit in order to hear anything maybe that's why apple's getting rid of their headphone jack they're just uh, like yeah they're shit they're horrible they're like they're, uh, headphones they're, are hard so they're a shitty
0: piece of, of uh audio standard that never amounted to anything and uh, you know we don't we don't need them uh but you know i don't like apple or anything so you are know, Mr. And Android, Android all the way. <laughs> I don't want to make uh, you know a widespread judgment the uh, movie-going populace, but people take what they get at face value mm-hmm. and make a lot of judgments based on that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the th- things. And uh, this might be a weird statement to make, but uh, I think more people should go to college. <laughs> Because one of the major things you learn is question everything and like learn for yourself and don't take things at face value. And
1: um I know I think America would be better. All right, now we're in that discussion mode. Yep. The the we've covered the microphones. I don't even have notes. We put our phones in a microwave.
0: I mean, shouldn't we just go watch Citizen Four, which is the documentary about him? Yeah, which is the documentary
1: him? that they were making in this film. Yeah. it's super weird to me that that has become a way of making films now. Is that you make a film that's kind of based that's a based on reality, but it's part What's, of it is documentary. The
0: characters character Zachary Quinto was playing.
1: Yeah. Now, okay, here's a fun. Okay, here's the thing that I'm going to tell you, and I thought this would have been great. Tell me. Um, there was there was one or two times in this film where they just do a uh, so Joseph Gordon Levitt um they they got that facial hair just right down just right they got the glasses yep perfect yep. they got the haircut spot on yep. they got the shirt the shirt it was on and there were a couple of times where it was a brief shot of him like with backlit or uh-huh. in front of something just like blank it. and i went oh, wouldn't it be great if oliver stone just snuck in a real shot of snowden yeah. that'd be fun uh-huh. that's the fun way to do it yeah the way they did it in this movie the last minute is actual real Edward Snowden making a plea to the audience about how he's a and, good person and, and he feels good about himself and couldn't be more scripted. Yeah,
0: and I was like, man, Edward Snowden cannot act. No, and he it, is clearly reading from a script and.
1: As if it wasn't already super obvious that Joseph Gordon-Levitt's voice sounded nothing like Edward Snowden and just he just didn't want waiting. to sound like himself.
0: I was waiting for the Edward Snowden, what I thought was going to be the Edward Snowden voice uh-huh. of like this monotone voice that he has. Uh-huh. No, he just sounds like a person.
1: Yeah. So there, this becomes the ultimate problem for me with this film is that it is so on Edward Snowden's side <sighs> that they literally bring him on screen for the last minute or so. And they so. have an
0: entire audience stand up and clap yeah. for
1: him like
0: we don't need to see we don't need to see your hand director yeah we don't need to feel you Ooh. patting us on the back and telling us to enjoy something it's uh just go watch citizen four yeah it's a it, i've never even seen citizen
1: four go watch that <laughs> the mm. <sighs> I don't even know what to say now. Uh, people, that's just that's just my biggest problem with this uh, film.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna carry on my sentiment from the regular review. People need to know about this. Mm-hmm. Be informed. This is something even if you live in another country. Mm-hmm. They talk about how the Brits were the people who designed the program that turns on people's cameras. Yeah. When I first heard about that, I heard mistakenly that it was from some foreign country that is not allied with us. Yeah. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. it was a some hacker and some russian basement Mm -hmm. did it and now they can turn on you no the british government figured out how to do that Mm -hmm. and now pretty much every government can do that now Mm -hmm. and it's simple it's just a switch that they flip and now they can turn on your camera and they can turn on your audio i mean it was such a big deal that it became a subplot in uh the dark knight
1: yeah for sure
0: where he was using gps location and sonar and speakers and cameras mm-hmm. in order to track an entire city yeah. and be able to see where they are and what they're saying and everything mm-hmm. and and we got you know uh what's his name fox saying you know this is too much power yeah. that's what the government has right now that's what they had that's what they've had for decades Mm -hmm. they have that power right now Mm -hmm. this is something that people need to know about this is the world we now live in Mm -hmm. at any point any government can find out everything about you they can go through every email you've ever sent they can look at every picture you've ever taken they can look at any hard drive that's connected to an internet device Mm -hmm. like no joke when i leave my house for like if i go away for the weekend i turn off my power strip oh yeah like i i cut off power to any internet enabled device just because i'm not home to look over it but Uh does that even make a difference i mean i should really be unplugging my webcam when i'm not using it yeah like at the end of the day we have far less privacy like we have an illusion of privacy in this Mm -hmm. world where we believe i mean like well, it was just what six months ago, where celebrities got hacked and all their news were all over. And that happens the like every stuff. six months, right. On clockwork. But the problem is, is any government person who works in one of these secret agencies can just go into your phone and find that anytime.
1: Mm-hmm. They can. It's just, super illegal. I mean, it's incredibly illegal. You're, you're, I mean, I I agree with everything you're saying. It's just like. Like saying it that flippantly, it's like yes, but also that is still illegal. Yes, it's still illegal. If they ever figured out, like if but, it ever went to a court or whatever, that's why but, the uh, another that, big plot of Snowden was that there were they, the secret courts. There are
0: secret courts, which are so, true,
1: one hundred percent. That's the other big part of it is that even even though all these things are possible, they're still super illegal. But they have ways of covering it up, yeah. which is very scary. And
0: and and the other problem is is there's rampant abuse mm-hmm. that is talked about in real life. Mm-hmm. Snowden was saying. You know, people all over the office were just looking up random people in their lives. Like yeah. we have a human element at play here, which means that the, the process is fallible mm-hmm. and it's going to be abused. And like that power, when wielded correctly, saves lives, mm-hmm. right? Used correctly and used in the right way, that ability to look into anybody at any time will help stop attacks, will help stop crimes, but unless we set up a person of interest AI <laughs> to go through all the data for us and just send us social security numbers when we uh-huh. need to either protect or kill somebody, but
1: even part of the plot of uh, not that I've seen more than two episodes of Person oh, man, of Interest, it's so good. But it, it isn't also part of the plot is that the guy who made that program uh-huh. got kicked out of the thing well, so he, he just set up some kind of a backdoor so he could yeah he could get yeah and the government the most basic the, information and the government still used it yeah. behind it yeah and it's that's kind of the same thing with snowden B-
0: because because they deemed that the ai should only be used to stop terrorist attacks even though the ai was also giving them information on domestic people who mm-hmm. were just getting killed during you know organized crime in the united states mm-hmm. and he's the government said those people are not worth saving like you see what i mean like there's there's a process here. There's there's steps. There's layers of, of of government oversight and all this stuff that is supposed to protect us. Mm-hmm. That is supposed to say, no, this is in defense of our national security. This is to help the American people. Yeah.
1: That's why I think there was a really good line um, from Reese Epon's character. Mm-hmm. Uh where he's oh
0: man, he made tons of sense, well, yeah, he, he was so right at good. the beginning
1: he's giving a a speech to the new recruits or whatever mm-hmm. and he's he says, it is your responsibility to, to make stop sure the next nine yeah. eleven because we failed. our generation didn't, yeah, and, and we have like, to, to we live with have that. to live with that and I was yeah. like, oh, I was like that's that's so interesting because that's his character admitting that they failed well, not just failed but kind of new yeah that they knew there was that threat out there and they didn't do enough yeah and i think that's always been a thing that um that's why the programs exist now well but that's always been a thing that people talk about regarding 911 is like oh the government knows where the terrorists are they just don't do anything and, and it's they kind can't. of it's kind of like you know they kind of know and it's mm-hmm. that weird nebulous area where you know we're never going to find out the exact truth yeah uh if if not because um they're not going to tell us or because it's also buried under all this paperwork. Right. And so the only way to figure it out is to literally follow paper trails that are, are being destroyed every day or redacted or yeah, Yeah.
0: that you just can't do. And
1: so, I mean, even, uh, uh, not to get too much into the, you know, current day real stuff, but Uh like there was those, um, uh, someone, you know, uh, had homemade bombs in New York mm-hmm. over the weekend, right? And, and dumpsters they were, and
0: trash cans by
1: the. They didn't kill anyone. Yeah, luckily, yeah, luckily because one of, of only one of them stuff. even went off.
0: Yeah, and it was simply because the race got delayed. Yeah, because people were taking too long to sign up. So like, 15 minutes into when the race was supposed to have started, oh, what are you saying? It was a race. It was a race. Yeah, there was a race in that area. Oh. It was supposed to be like the Boston bombing. Oh, wow. And the only reason people were not in that area is because the race was delayed because not the people hadn't signed up properly yet. That's crazy. So they uh, were they were holding the race.
1: I didn't know that part of the yeah, story. Yeah, that, that street but was I, supposed to be full of people. I was very... When I first read that information that there was a, a bomb or something, and of course, the way that Twitter works now is that the first thing that you see is our, you know, someone posts, our hearts are with whoever, and yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, what something happened? Something happened. So then I got to dig through and figure out what the hell happened.
0: And then it's a bunch of conflicting information. Yeah. Because so, like, everyone's just going off the chain.
1: Yeah, of course, Monday morning, though, they get all their shit together, and they catch the guy. Yeah. And it always makes me wonder, like, how did they catch him so fast? Like, what? Hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. did they know already? Like, uh. what information did they already have mm-hmm. on this person? And, you know, oh, look, they went and made a bomb. It's like, ah.
0: And then... That's and, always... Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's that's always weird. something...
1: And so this character saying that in this film, you know, we, we failed. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is you know, kind of tacitly, adm- this character admitting that they stuff falls to the They could have stopped it. It's yeah. Like, if wow. they,
0: if they had, if they'd been more proactive and mm-hmm. that's what this movie is kind of saying is ever since nine eleven, the, the surveillance community, instead of being reactive has just been proactive mm-hmm. on adrenaline. Mm-hmm. It's about looking at everyone everywhere. And when it gets into some shady stuff is with the drone strikes in this, which are just viewed as the most, Whatever flimp it thing, whatever you know, like yeah, which that's people, another part people, of
1: the film that yeah, I'm just like
0: of on. And if you want to watch a movie about that, it's really good. Watch Eye in the Sky mm-hmm. because that was fantastic mm-hmm. and really deals with that issue. And then uh, the whole scene with Timothy Elephant of like using assets and getting them under your thumb and being able to use their contacts, mm-hmm. and that's something that really happens too, mm-hmm. and it's horrible.
1: Well, I think don't they even get into? Um some like drone ethics in, um, zero dark 30. Yeah. Like I think zero dark 30 is probably one of the better it's films incredible. in this genre of yeah. real life war on terrorism style mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Uh, it's, you know, the, it's, it's where Snowden kind of ignores and, or is flippant about things is where I'm like, ah, this is stupid or yeah. like the, <sighs> the way that they showed the drone strikes. You're right. It's all the characters like, yeah, and it's like, Oh, did you like that? We blew that up. Oh yeah, of course we love it. It's mm-hmm. like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, this is... I mean, there's probably a couple people like that, Mm -hmm. but then I would think not everyone, or not even most people. Because
0: they're just the people that kind of find the stuff that they should go up to. Like, they're literally the people that do all the tracking, and then Mm -hmm. they send that off to the people who do the drones, Mm -hmm. and then the people on site would be like, no, yeah, they have their phone, they have it on them. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't feel like they should be at the point where they should be even watching them. Yeah, It feels... Like they should be separate. They they should pass all the information and then they
1: don't have any. Yeah, they don't have a drone cam.
0: Yeah, why would you have that?
1: And pilot cam. That doesn't know. make any sense. <laughs> it's like,
0: and you're like talking huh. to the person who's shooting the bomb. Like the, no, that's. There's
1: that's, also literally a sequence uh, in Snowden that looks like it's in a fucking Bond movie. Yeah. Where we get to the villains' lair, mm-hmm. the the NSA hideout in in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. That that thing opens up and I went. Didn't I see this in like. You know, Goldfinger. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell is this shit? I, I'm having been
0: to some government sites. That could that could exist.
1: It looked too much like it, though.
0: Oh yeah, because they they couldn't take a picture of the real thing, so they just made it digitally. <sighs> there are it's server just... farms in old bases. But the way that like there was <sighs> oh yeah, because it was all like it opens open up and it's and, all open and yeah. No, it looked too fancy. I was Like, come on, yeah. Man, yeah, Oliver Stone. Man, he likes.
1: Like I guess Obama is uh, a Bond villain now. Whatever. Yeah, man, they really demonized him in this movie. That's yeah, that was interesting to me. Right. I mean, I'm 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 kind of I'm all for calling people out on not and, keeping their and promises. they definitely called him out. Yeah. But then they go a little bit. They double down on it. Yeah. I don't it's, know. It's a little much. Um, but they did have a, a, a really ridiculous scene earlier where where Snowden and his girlfriend are like, "Oh, I was gonna win! Oh boy!" Yeah, like that's that's a scene in movies now. Yeah, that's gonna be a scene. And then
0: and then uh, and then he's like, "He better win!" Yeah,
2: I, I was like, "Whatever." And then
0: it's just like, "Oh, he's turning into a liberal now." Whatever. Yeah, there are better movies. Go see Citizen Four. Go see I uh, in the Sky. I don't know. they There, go research the real stuff. You know, find out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh. It's not that good of a movie.
1: This podcast is a part of the Benview Network.
2: You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.